sorry, yes, Bob. <clears throat> You're sounding very nice tonight. Though. Oh, good. I'm yeah. going to try and stay at this this distance from my mic. I just meant you. <clears throat> it had nothing to do with the technical aspects. Okay. Well, now you Thanks. sound smug. Thanks, man. Full of yourself. Full of yourself. I'm a good talker. Prior to that. You're a good talker. You're a good. You're a great talker, actually. And I never think that while we're recording, but when I edit, I'm like, "Damn it, he's really good at this." I'm just joking. I don't think that. At, no, I do. I, I, anyways, here we yeah, go. Okay. I hope you stay on this show because I like doing it with you. But I don't know if that's. Yeah, I understand if that's not reciprocated. But I like doing it with you. Oh, thanks. And that space is for you to jump in with something like, eh, or yeah, or. I'm really hoping that we would just start this episode. That's why I'm not trying to engage too much. But, Tim, I also very much enjoy doing these with you. Yeah? Yes. Because we haven't started this one yet. No, I know. Yeah. I'd like to. Hey, everyone ever, and welcome to a uh, bonus episode of 20th Century Pop. Um, my name is Tim Blevins, and I'm just very quickly here to tell you that today's episode is sort of a, uh, it's our second volume of what, bloopers, outtakes, uh, recordings between Bob and I for shows that didn't make it on the air for various reasons, flubs, uh, curse words, topics that weren't really related to actual topics, probably some chewing sounds. I don't know. Look, it's 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 a bonus episode, so it doesn't count in the, the larger scheme of numbers. But some people like to hear a little bit of what it's like for what doesn't make it to the air, what we're like off the mic, sort of uh, Bob and I. So, uh, you know, with the music winding up here, this theme song, I give you a bunch of audio that hasn't been used before. Let me actually I have one. I do have a little mucus I have to work. OK, out. get that out of there. Oh, goodness. Oh, God. You're not opening up a lozenge, are you? (laughs) I am opening up a lozenge. You're not going to put that in your mouth, or you're about to talk for however long we end up doing Uh, this. It'll be good. I'm going to suck it real fast. Hold on. You're always quick. Oh. 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 Oh, Jesus. This, this is how oh. we should come right back in. Oh, but without the part about being a <laughs> lunge. Yeah, no, just the noise you're making. Oh, my God. Are you almost done? I'm trying to be. It's just a little chewy. <sighs> a chewy, chew- wait, a chewy lozenge? Well, no, as you break into it, the middle. Oh, it's got one of those, like, menthol Weird. middles yeah. or something? <laughs> Which makes me think, is this candy? No, it's a... Almost there, almost there. It's a hubba bubba lozenge. <laughs> hubba bubba bubblegum is one of the funniest named things in the world. <laughs> I'm almost done. It's okay. Here we go. <laughs> Come on, man. What I, I'm sorry, this. but you, you just earlier had talked about how filthy you were and that yeah. there was no way I would possibly know that. And then you said, well, maybe if I rub my hands together. And then that's exactly what you did. And so all I can think is, wow, he's must he's really still very dirty. Well, I'll tell you, you're right. 
the crackers were broken. So I was sitting here with the bag in my lap and I was scooping it out at a weird angle, like like a monkey might do. And I was holding it up again like a monkey might do. And I was dropping it into my mouth because it was so crumbly and I wanted to get all of them in and I wasn't. So it fell all over my shirt oh, and it was all the cheddar was on my hands. So just then, because my glass looked kind of gross, I was wiping my hands together to get the last of the cracker bits off. All right. Now that we've cleared that up, I promise I won't laugh during the pause. All right. Well, now I'm, now I'm embarrassed <laughs> um, about that. <laughs> but here we go. All right. I'm glad we discussed that. Um, <laughs> this old house, our house, which was a Wilfred Brimley show, actually. We were discussing that earlier, too. Oh, Alice yeah. and I were reminiscing about not enjoying but having watched anything with Wilfred Brimley uh, the example being our house but the umbrella being anything with Wilfred Brimley because I do not enjoy viewing programming he was in the Ewoks battle for Endor he was in the thing I'm sure he's shown up as a cop somewhere I think he were I think he's in Cocoon I yeah, was told so maybe he's in Cocoon the return yeah. I, I do not find him engaging she told me Wilfred Brimley was um a bodyguard for, she was saying, Howard Hughes. Wow. I was curious if you were going to say what I said, but you didn't. Um, no, I, could, I didn't. What did you say? Howard Hughes or Howard Hughes? <laughs> and she seemed to know that Howard Hughes was a single panel dog strip from Parade right. Magazine. And Howard Hughes is the subject of the movie The Aviator, and I guess a real person, too. Uh, did you also have the Reader's Digest? We didn't get the Reader's Digest. I know what it is. I would, whenever there was a new Reader's Digest, and I was it monthly? I don't even know. But whenever I saw that my grandparents had a new Reader's Digest, I would spend my time, usually about 20 minutes, maybe 15, 20 minutes, uh, going through page by page, not reading the articles, but just waiting for the next uh, joke part because there's always a little waiting as if well, it was like, in a different book arriving just just expecting just turning the pages and 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 reading through and looking for all the jokes sometimes right. it was a, a little one panel thing uh comic and oh. sometimes it was just like a little conversation sometimes there was like a long longer maybe half page story but i would always read the humor stuff in reader's digest I didn't and it made know, me I've never read Reader's today. Digest, and it made you so you wanted to hear a Reader's Digest episode. I've never read <laughs> Reader's Digest. I, I know it exists. I've only read the humor parts. So it's set up like Parade. It's like a it's like a monthly edition of Parade where it's nice and thick. And no, I guess it like shows <laughs> portions of short stories of published, but not the whole short story. <laughs> Who <laughs> wouldn't want to do that? Wouldn't want someone to get some enjoyment and sense of completion out of something that comes once a month. Yeah. I waited all month to get one chapter into the Hardy Boys and the Curse of Howard Hughes. Huge. Um, was it? It was just. I almost said ex excrements, excerpts. It's <laughs> just excerpts. I from honestly, books? I don't know. But you read it. I think it was excerpts, but I think it was like. Honestly, I, I think it was... Was it just like the middle part of a knock-knock joke? Like, not the whole joke, but... <laughs> no, uh, the humor parts like were Like, orangutan, complete. orangutan who? And then you turn the page and it was something else. Do you know who Stephen First is? I do. He's he's awful. I know he's passed away. 
But he is just, he's just like, I'm a fat, cute guy. And he kind of shrugs and mugs at the camera. Uh And you're supposed to be like, oh, Stephen first with the collar on. He sucks. And I'm sorry, because I know he's got next of kin and a following and he's done some good work. But he was, he was, he was awful in the dream team. It's like baby voice, baby face. He might as well just be running. You know what I think of when I think of Stephen first? Baby Huey. I think of that actor, Stephen first in a big diaper on set waiting for his call to set and then they have to slide him into his costume in the last chance but he's just in a big diaper going and making baby faces and thinking he's adorable (laughs) he's not and i'd like to see him do some dramatic work but he's dead so i won't i won't okay i'm sure his life lorraine is not listening so it's quite all right it's two sons probably don't don't listen either. Oh. So, what's his first son's name? Uh, his older son is Nathan. And what's the other first's name? Griff. That was the joke. Wow. Do you live in the st- in the <laughs> widow first's apartment building? <laughs> I do. Oh, is there just pictures of him on the wall? All no, just headshots, yeah, just everywhere. Um, and then a glass case of diapers. Most of them are him opened like, and drinking milkshakes for some reason. Oh my god! I bet he did. Oh, I bet he's like he's got two straws in his mouth, or it's Photoshop. <laughs> so like he's on both sides, and they're leaning in and and, and drinking the straws. No, I and went to. Put- I quickly went to his wiki page because I was hoping to find like some humanitarian causes that he supported. Uh, milkshakes. He supports, but- or is he against milkshakes? <laughs> he's against most things. Yeah. Puts himself first. He did write a letter to Variety um, in 2016 when the Oscars So White campaign was uh, happening. Uh, his letter say, "Hey, everyone, lay off." What did his letter say? <laughs> it's, he, what it is, doesn't have also, the he was alive in 2016. Maybe he was he's alive not in dead. 2016. He died uh, last year, last summer. Oh, last summer. Yeah. Okay. Not and the first, but it was the last. She was also in something called Zombie Night in 2013. Mm-hmm. Probably a, an ironic get. Like, she's going to be the Peter Graves of the millennial generation. This also starred Anthony Michael Hall, Daryl Hannah, Alan Ruck. Zombie Alan Night. Alan Ruck is like 60-something. Yeah. He, he was, was like 40 in Ferris yeah, I was going to say, yeah. He was in Vietnam. <laughs> As Alan, as Corporal Ruck. And you know what? He he didn't give a Ruck. That was what he used to say on his talk show <laughs> in the 40s on the radio. And I don't give a Ruck. Alan Ruck, ladies and gentlemen. Up next, uh, the joke about someone old. I can't think of a single person from the... Sydney Greenstreet will be here to make some fresh farm milk. I don't know. Okay, let's do this. All right. God. Imagine if the only actor I ever knew was Sidney Greenstreet. That was always my go-to. Like, who's the guy in that movie? Sidney Greenstreet? No. (laughs) Who's in Real Steel? I think it's Sidney Greenstreet and the robot from Short Circuit, which is the movie where Sidney Greenstreet plays an Indian guy named Fisher. Cat Stevens. Fisher Cat Stevens. I'm going to write that down. I didn't even know Sidney Greenstreet existed. He's um hey he's it's who he's, sadly it's it's who Jabba the Hutt's based on. <laughs> really? 
I think so. If I'm thinking the right guy, he's hitting himself with a fly swatter in the Maltese Falcon. Okay, I do see Maybe in the Maltese he talks Falcon. like this. I see. Probably not at all. That's okay. probably not what Sidney Greenstreet. Did you not enjoy Fisher Cat Stevens? Because I didn't write it down because I know I just recorded it, but I'm going to use it somehow with everyone at work who will appreciate it, which is no one because I don't work with you. And that's a shadow that I think falls over the show or is cast by the show or however the metaphor of a shadow works, um, which was on TV the other night with Alec Baldwin. The Let shadow. me tell you what we're never going to do. We're never going to do a shadow episode because I saw that in the movies and I saw <laughs> five minutes of it on TV for the first time since I saw it in the movies. And you know how awful it is? If like you go to sit on a toilet and the middle piece is up as well. So when you sit, you keep going and your, your ass gets in the water and it's just gross, but you are consigned or whatever it is to do it anyway. So you just shit there and it simmers up. You know how bad that is. Wait a minute. Do you know that feeling? I do. But did you just call the seats, the toilet seat? Did you just call it the middle piece? Yeah. The, um, the, what is it called? The lip? I, well, no, I guess it's just the seat. Isn't the whole thing a seat? You got the like lid yeah, that you lift up, the and then there's a seat, and you're saying okay. the seat is lifted up, and you're sitting on the actual... That, well, you're not supposed to. The example right. I'm giving is when you do do that, right. accidentally, <laughs> do that do. sensation, exactly, <laughs> is what the shadow is. Got it. You know what's l- more depressing is that the movie of the shadow knows that it is. <laughs> I have a stack of Far Side collections right here. I'm ready to go. Oh, you, do you need to read them? Like, did you open them? Have you looked at them? <clears throat> well, um, before we start recording, I always say goodnight to the girls. And tonight mm. I gave them each a choice of a Far Side book. So they each have one to look at uh, at bedtime. Oh. And uh, one of uh, my youngest was, was looking through it. And she was like, I can't understand all these words, but the ones that I do understand are funny. Oh, that would have been great for the episode. Well, I wish we were recording. Yeah. Well, but good story, though. <laughs> Thank you. <clears throat> That's yeah. very sweet that, my, that she likes that. I, I'm a little worried that she can't read. Isn't she like 14? No. First, I'd use some, you know, above grade level words. Doug. <laughs> he uses the word Doug, Doug an awful lot. The yeah. name. All right. Well, let's 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 do this. That's great, by the way. I wasn't really putting no, down her reading level. No, I'm sorry. Floral, <clears throat> I got it. Did you say I got it? Flora practical jokes. You know, she might not have been able to read practical. I would be okay with that. And she could probably read Flora, but not know exactly what that means. So, so there. So I am sorry, because this apparently is a hot button issue. <laughs> I apologize <laughs> for pressing it. Was the sound that button made? <laughs> Um, no, there are words I didn't know when I was reading them today. <laughs> Doug, <laughs> Flora, I had no, I was very lost from panel to panel. And when I got to the end of the Far Side book I was reading, I was like, that plot didn't hold together at all. <laughs> I don't get Michael Feces. What am I missing in that? I don't know. Uh, it's it's a reference Feces. to your uh, Everybody Poops. Oh, right. It's oh, God. Michael I already Stipe. forgot that. Thank you. Yeah. yeah. But, but it, that's like, it doesn't make any sense anyway. What, you know what you could, you could have done? Peter Butt. You could have done that. Okay, Peter Butt would have been good. Yeah, because of Peter Buck. In R.E.M. R.B.M. 
That's much better. That's a good one. Oh, wow. Okay, here we go. Okay. <laughs> oh, and what's, I don't know if I can use that because I don't know if there's any setup for that. <laughs> it's just an adult saying RBM and another adult finding it funny. There's no setup you need. You just have your dialogue of REM and then <laughs> me saying RBM. And I think people will understand. People, because we listen to this. <laughs> why that word? Why are you? Why signage? Why? Is, that's not something you would have said five years ago, is it? Um, if I were describing signs, perhaps. When did that start? I know it's what people say, <clears throat> signage, but I did never heard that until I was at least in my thirties. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, signage. I guess. I it's, guess there are signs. There, there why are signs, but. But the signage. You mean the sign? Yeah. I guess I like that's the word over. signage, man. Really? I okay. I don't. I can't stand uh, it. I cannot stand it. I also can't stand. I've been listening to this podcast, and people like to our create, podcast. No, because we haven't had an episode <laughs> in a while. No, when um. And maybe I've said some of this before. There are like certain things I don't like hearing on a podcast. And I've realized recently the one I don't like the most and like we'll do it, but we cut it out of the episode. I hate it when people start talking to someone else in the house, in their house where they're recording like a spouse or a friend. And it's unrelated to the podcast, but they didn't edit it out. And they think it's hilarious that this little bits in there because the person's going oh i'm interrupting your show it's just it's or like if they have a cat and the cat falls in the sink and they have to say like (laughs) they have to describe it so you know what's happening they're like hey get out of the sink duchess duchess is in and it's just ah it's like the professional thing to do would be to cut that out because nobody finds that engaging i know they're trying to create a routine like this is us we record our show just like zach braff did on his short-lived show but they all recorded in the bathroom they all record. Did he record his in the bathroom? I don't know. Did you watch that Zach Braff show? Uh, I didn't. We refused to do that. Remember? We were I watched like, it. I watched two episodes of it. Oh, did you? I can't recall. It was I awful. We and mainly because it. it's him. Like, I didn't even give it a chance. God, remember when we loved him in Garden State? Or did you I never? I did not. No, I've never seen it, actually. But boy, hmm. I hated reading about it and reading about him and his stupid face and garbage bag shirt. <laughs> yeah. I'm wearing a shirt that matches this wallpaper. Oh, oh my God. Yeah. I would have wanted a Star Wars uh, Midnight Run is what I would have wanted. Where the, wow. the fu- With Charles Grodin? With Charles Grodin as, as Forlom trying to get across the universe with a, a Robert De Niro type. Uh, you know, I think that would have been... A very fun action movie, Star Wars comedy ruckus. Because I'm picturing Robert De Niro in the Dengar getup. And then for Charles Grodin, I'm either picturing him as mistakenly identified Forlom from the 80s or properly identified Zuckus since 1996. Either of those could work. Yeah, but I think well, yeah, Robert that, De Niro that, as Dengar looks pretty convincing. That's really I, clear. I think you know, sometimes you're like, I can picture that, but you can't. It's yeah. really clear, and it really works. And he looks ridiculous. And and he should have, you know, uh, family issues, but also, you know, just want to 
open a diner somewhere in the galaxy. Oh, is that the plot of Meet the Parents, or is that the plot of Analyze This? Uh, that's part of Midnight Run. Is that Run. Taxi Driver? Oh, that's part of Midnight Run with Robert yeah. De Niro and Charles Grodin. You've seen, you've seen Midnight Run, right? I, I have not. <sighs> I think you may have shown it to me, but I think I slept through it, because I, all I know is the theme, because I had that on a soundtrack. <laughs> Um, and it's very, it's a very eighties theme. It's yes. kind of like, this could be an adventure movie. This could be trying to sell me on a new phone plan. I don't know what this song is for, but they could use it in both. He had a book signing for it. Yeah. I saw uh, a picture of that on Instagram. I, that was down the street from me. So I went to it. That's why um, you went to it. Not because your friend had a book, but because it was down the street from you. Yeah. Cause my friend is at a book out for a few months, but I haven't gone anywhere to buy it or get it signed. So, so now that he's nearby, yeah. that's much So if he easier. had been at your house, you would have just given him a pen and said, sure. hey, can, next time you're over, can you bring this pen back with a copy of your book? Yeah. Not have him sign it, just the pen was to distract him so he didn't know you weren't paying for the book. <laughs> so you went, to, you went to his signing, though. I did. And apparently it's it, the book has taken off more than they've expected. They've had interviews with monster websites or magazines or the job hunting website gave him a call <laughs> that as well well that's great that's yeah. that's that's great and makes me very jealous but that's also great yeah but well also, that's part part of why i'm posting comic strips again that's why not the fact part that you and your it. friend do a podcast every week that number of people listen to no that's great that's great that's great yeah. that that inspired you and and pushed you forward yeah Sorry, it wasn't this show. This rinky-dink piece of shit didn't do anything to motivate you to be creative. This show was motivating me to motive to 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 do this show. This is well that that's motivation. That's a weird and, sentence. That's like saying, yeah. This breath of air makes me breathe. Oh uh, yes. Now I'm tired. I'm so, of me. Yeah. <laughs> sorry. Let's do this quick then. Here we go. All right. Going into it. Um, I'm glad that uh, you were able to support your friend because he was the next house over. That's great. (laughs) That's really great. I bet he appreciated that from the comfort of your own home. I didn't end up going to see Mask of the Phantasm last week. I had a ticket to see that at the re-release. I didn't go. Oh. It was the day that Stan Lee died. So I was like, I don't want to go. Yeah, that'll throw you. It did. Don't want to see a fucking DC movie on that. Day. Well, that wasn't. That wasn't why. That was. That was the only reason. <laughs> that was it. I was like, man, why did I want to see this before when he was alive? No, I. It was just. I was. It was I was surprisingly sad and wanted to capitalize on it by recording myself. What a douchebag! <laughs> oh, that was everyone hearing me mourn. Hey, honestly, did everybody? Did everybody hear what I had to say about the death of the man? I didn't know. Did everybody hear how it touched me and how I got choked? Did everybody? Such a douchey thing to do. I don't know if it's douchey. I was looking forward to it, to be perfectly honest. I thought you would have. <laughs> then you hit play. You're like, oh. No, right. I honestly, I, I, before it was even out there, I was like, I look, I, I bet Tim will will put something out there. I look forward to, to seeing what he has to say, and I liked what you said. Well, thanks. Yeah. I'm, I'm curious if it counter, if, if when Steve Ditko died, I did the same thing, if it was just <laughs> that again. No, it wasn't, because that was cashing in, because I actually don't know Steve Ditko as much as I The next time a it. comic book icon does pass away, <laughs> you should re-release the Stanley thing, but just replace the name, like with a really bad voiceover. Chris Claremont passed away today. 
Chris Claremont had cameos in X-Men Days of Future Past. Um, I don't know why I'm doing the bad version of the Poppercrosh voice, which I hate. I hate that part. Uh, uh, did you listen to the Flight of the Navigator episode? I listened to the first half of it, and then I got oh. pulled away and haven't and gotten got back. And then you got no, bored? No, I just, I just haven't gotten back to it. Pulled away? <laughs> and it jumped seven I, years into the future. Oh, my God. How many times do I need to explain this? I listened to it at work. You know, there's a lot. I of think people. one more time's fine. Okay, so there's a lot of times where I can just sit there. You and know that I don't know. That's the only place you listen to it, by the way. You could have been pulled away by a kid. You mentioned how you you have kids. You could I have do have kids, but I I don't by traffic. I don't listen to it in traffic because I don't drive far enough, and I don't listen. I don't to think it you've ever said the only place I because would allow myself to listen to the because I'm what you're vulgar, so I can't listen to it with the kids around. You swear on the show too. I know. I'm just yeah, saying. but I'm vulgar because I don't have kids. That's vulgar. <laughs> no, I just I no, I that's fine. By the way, whatever. You just, I just I don't think you've ever expressed that the only place you would ever possibly listen to the show is when you're supposedly working for a living. Oh, I thought I was having a heart attack today. Oh, really? I literally looked up the symptoms. Turns out I I'm did just that with hot, cancer. Hotter in the uh, office than usual. <laughs> That's one of the symptoms. Heart attack. Oh, hotter in the office. It sure is. You know, you have a heart attack when you might be. I don't know how that works, but um, I'm sorry. Was it stress and the heat of the uh, office? Yeah, like I, I kept breaking out in a sweat, and I thought it was just me. And then I finally was like, "Hey, is anybody else also dying?" Um, but they said, no, it's just warm, warmer than usual. Oh, okay. did, did somebody go, hilarious or something? <laughs> no. Rem shot. I they actually all looked at me like I, le- oh. they looked at me like I was insane because I hardly ever speak to anyone else. Oh, really? Yeah. Except when your life is threatened, which is <laughs> a good thing. I feel like I'm That's a good door. policy. Is there a person in your office, like he or she will lean from behind a cubicle, I can't even speak tonight, and go, rim shot after a joke? Because I assume no office has that. No, there is no yeah, one that I does that. So. I do have the, the woman that sits in front of me. Mm-hmm. Uh, I recently moved cubicles, and so um, she is someone I work with regularly, but now I'm behind her. And so... Uh, we talked to each other, and she was talking to me, just kind of looking her eyes over. And then she said that you can call me Wilson. And I thought, that's great. I'll call you Wilson. Oh, like on the uh, the home improvement. That's right. That's awful. She made I'm a sorry. Wilson reference. Oh, that's not her real name, but she was referencing her favorite show of all I don't time. think it's her favorite show. I think she was doing it sardonically. Oh, okay. You can call me Wilson. Is that how it sounded? It was more like that, yeah. <laughs> wow. By the way, most great stories start with, I changed cubicles at work, so thank you. <laughs> Remember how we used to have a catchphrase? Yeah, I was actually going to pull the catchphrase out from the last time, but then it slipped my memory. It was really funny. It was an inside <laughs> joke. <laughs> and that's best for our listeners, I think. I can't remember. If there's one thing people love, it it's an inside joke. <laughs> what was it? It was uh, it was uh, Dr. Doom said something funny. <laughs> Wasn't it? Oh, toot. Toot. Oh, you're talking. Yes. That's right. That was an inside joke for you, I, and whoever's Instagram page I stole that image of Dr. Doom blowing a horn on. Conch shell, to be truthful. 
That was a hard sentence. It was a conch shell that he blew. Speaking of blowing. Toot. Toot. I only listened to Snacks once. Normally I listen to the episode twice to make sure it's okay. But Snacks, once, because it seemed fine. Yeah, good. Yeah, good. More of that, please. More Snacks. All right, well. You ready? More fine recordings. Yes, I'm ready. More. We could use some refined recordings. Is that what you said? Well, I said fine recordings. Not refined, but fine. Find. They're right here. Fine. Found. Is this some of that fine footage film that people like? (laughs) Is it the the Blair Witch proper? It's a fine footage. There's a better joke in there. That was off the top of my head. That was pretty decent. Was it? Yeah. I haven't been sitting on, you know how sometimes you sit on a joke for a while and then when the, you know, like, and you work it in, but you want it to seem spontaneous, but it's like, I've had that in my head for, since I heard it on TV or whatever. But that was in the moment and I felt it putting together in my head and it wasn't very good, but it was nice to at least be like, oh, that's how it that worked. It flowed really well and it made sense and it worked. I got the joke and I Fine liked it. footage. I give it a seven out of 10. Okay. That's really good. Yeah. Movie house? I can't. I can't fucking do the impression. Uh, can you do a Jimmy Stewart impression? Uh, I used to think I could, but I can't now, and I'm yeah, not. Gonna, to, I'm not going to try. I used to think I could do Mickey Rooney, and I can't. <laughs> I'm Mickey Rooney, and I I like little boys. No, but that doesn't sound like him. It's just it's what I think when I see him. You know, he's dead, and I don't think that matters. Like, you can still put that body in a movie. Like, if they did another night at the museum, you put Mickey Rooney's body in there. <laughs> Mickey Rooney always thought he was the best thing in everything he did. Yeah. You know what's worse than Mickey Rooney? Not much. Like, a drama <laughs> with Tim Conway might be. But otherwise, Mickey Rooney I, is not is not a treasure. He's not a treasure. <laughs> he's also dead, so I'm sure it's no gift now. Do you like Mickey, Mickey Rooney? Uh, he's my dad. <laughs> I didn't know your dad passed away. I'm sorry. No. Um, I uh, I have no uh, I do, Mickey Rooney. He's fine, I guess. I have no feelings for your dad. For Mickey my Rooney. Mickey Rooney father figure. This got painful. Wow. Yeah. I don't think you've ever talked it, about Mickey Rooney much. It it did, and I'll tell you why after we record. Okay. <laughs> He's in the room visiting. <laughs> oh shit. Oh, I'm so sorry. That's okay. Hi, oh, I'm Mickey Rooney. I'm here to play with Bob's toys. I don't know. Anyways, here we go. Okay. That's my Mickey Rooney impression. Next week, Agnes Moorhead. I'm Magnus Moorhead. Bewitched. I don't know. I don't have impressions. Sorry. Whew. Sorry. I'm getting there. <laughs> I'm getting. Here's an Oasis song. I'm getting better all the time. No, that's not. But uh, I wish I had planned that because I would rattle off. I'm sure I will in this episode rattle off a lot of Beatles jokes. I thought so you were actually ready. going to name a, uh, an Oasis song because there is a song that you listen to uh, called It's Getting Better, Man. Yes, there is a song called It's Getting Better, Man. There's also a song in this in one of the albums. Uh, called Stand By Me, which yeah. is a lot of hubris to, to name a song after one of the California Raisins hits. That was That's weird, because it's not that song, but it is called that song. It's there like if I wrote a song. 
there are a lot of songs out there that share names. There's like there are not three actually. There are there are there not are, there's, there are not classic giant hits that are then repurposed as the title of another song without it being intended as a way of marketing the song. Uh, I Stand by me is the only Ben E King song I know. <laughs> so for another band to have a song also called Stand by Me is an obvious intentional thing. I disagree that that was intentional. Um, Do you think there's... that all of Sue George's albums are his original songs? He's just singing David Bowie songs. That's over my head. What? It was everything I just said. Yeah. It was that bit, basically. <laughs> and I put the headphones on when I said it, and I brought it like I made a cardboard <laughs> microphone. So they know where I stand, and they know where they can find my show. Send me the link. It's at 28popcast.com. Yeah, but send me the link for that. But that's even lazier. Like, I get it if you're kind of like, um, send me the link to uh, you know on iTunes because I don't know how to find it. But if someone's like, send me the link for 20popcast.com, that's just like, that's bullshit. Because they just said what they have to type in. Yeah. They just said what I'm going to type. They're making me type it. And then they're not the only I think the only reason that happens when someone says that is so that you've sent it, so in your head you're like, oh, they're looking at it, they're not gonna look at it. No, it's honestly sit in an unopened email because if they open it, then you get that notification that they opened it, and then you can be like, Did you look at it? But if they don't open it, you know you sent it, but it's just sitting there. I think they're asking for the link because they don't trust that they'll remember twenty podcast.com then they can write it down. They're, you're already giving them a show to listen to. You've already done your part. If they really care, they can take the time to write it down. Oh, I don't know. Maybe they could borrow somebody's phone because nobody carries their phone. And they could type it in. I just I, – I, that does seem to me just like a, like a fuck you. Like, oh, I really want to support you. Will you do all the work? And I'll just say now I know where it is. Because that is – all they want is to know that they physically have the link from you. Mm. It's like when you don't open up friend's CD, like band CD or oh, mix yeah. CD. Like you must have that feeling. You gave someone a mix CD and you know they'll never listen to it. It just sits there. Yeah. I, I think I've listened to it. A year to later, I, uh, I, was, I was the cockiest I've ever been about a mix CD. Um, a year after I gave it to them, they said that they listened to it. Hey, we broke it out at the party and it's a really good mix. And I was like, yeah. Why did it take you a year to listen to it? And then he left. Do you think he listened to it? I do believe he listened to it a year after I gave it to him mm-hmm. at this party. We broke it out. We busted he had no, it out. He had no reason to tell me he listened to it, and he chose to because it was that good. Why right. did you give it to him? Because I'm good at making mixtapes. So it had nothing to do with him? It's no, all about you. It never has anything to do with the person I'm giving it to. Well, that just steps they're, on the points we're just, making then. They're just a reason to make the Aww. tape. No, I'm kidding. Okay, I can't tell. In this scenario, they're saying, hey, we want to have a kid. You're saying, do not. Right. <laughs> Out of the blue. <laughs> Unwarranted and unsolicited. Yeah. I don't think it's necessarily out of the blue. They They did bring the topic up. To say that they're attempting to have a child, it sounds like. Not to say, like Bob, what's your what's 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 Canning's hot take? What's what's your what's your Canning? What would you call that? What's a good piece of alliteration for like your view on something? Oh, the uh, what's your Canning? Caffeine? I don't know. I can't do this. Yeah, Caffeinated? Can't? I don't. There's got to be something. What's well, I mean, your we Canning could have Canning's call? corner, but that doesn't yeah, you could quite you make do a Canning it. call. Yeah, I don't know. We'll have to figure. What's that your Canning out. call on the? Yeah, a Canning yeah. call. 
If somebody wants a hot cannon call, all they have to tell you is that they're trying to <laughs> sire some children. If sire is not a sexist word, I'm not sure. how you probably is because you call a king sire. So it probably is. Um, so you hate kids. Tell your kids. <laughs> tell your kids this because I, I'm not going to talk to them. You know what? I, I don't hate kids. I, I think I dislike parenting. Mm-hmm. But uh, I'll tell your kids that. See how that goes. I, I'll, I'll mention it to them. I think they know. I think they have a very good sense of that. I'm curious, again, once we start, because, <laughs> you know, the episodes average between 49 minutes and an hour. This could be our shortest episode, or this I, I could be our longest be. episode. I don't I, think I it think, will be. No? I think it'll be it, about average. It'll be in, in, it's in line with our- It's an average topic. It's about snacks. It's about reminiscing about our childhood uh, snacks, our youth, because I've got a college snack in here, too. A college snack? Yeah. I guess I didn't name what kind of snacks. Well, I call it a college snack because... I got a post-3.30 p.m. snack. I I got a 1986 snack. I got a Gulf War snack. You didn't eat it till college. I didn't. I didn't try one until college. I don't even marijuana. It, <coughs> I knew it pop? existed. Yeah, oh, until you know college. It and then I didn't. Uh, I didn't eat them after college. It was strictly a college snack. Oh, now I'm almost intrigued. <laughs> almost. I'm almost now wishing we had already started the episode <laughs> so that we could be at that story. Because I want to know what this is. You don't have to tell me now. No, I won't. But maybe in the episode it'll come up. I bet it will. Is a martini two parts gin to one part vermouth or the other way around? I'll be honest. I don't know. I've never been a martini drinker. It's all we have in the house. So the one that I made was two parts uh, gin and some vermouth. That's probably not right. No? There should be more vermouth than gin? I really don't know. Well, your statement makes but it makes me think otherwise. How about 50-50? Wouldn't that I have been... don't think that's it. I don't <laughs> think it's two shots gin, two shots vermouth. Have you ever had vermouth? It's gross. I don't yeah, I don't think I've, yeah, it's I've not I don't pleasant. think I've had gin. That's weird. Really? I I don't know. I mean I've had, had a gin and tonic. A G and T as nobody should call it. I've never had a gin and tonic. Really? Never I've... had a gin and soda? No. A gin and ginger ale? No, I don't think so. A gin and Hosmer Mountain Cola Blue? <laughs> no. Really? What do you I drink? I mean, I haven't had too many drinks. I've drink things with vodka. I drink you, things with, yeah. with rum, and I drink things with uh, with uh, whiskey. You describe the other three liqueurs. You drink a lot. It's I fine drink a lot, say. but I don't think I've had gin, is what I'm saying. Well, okay. You'll, next time you're out, maybe try it. It's similar to vodka, to the point that makers of vodka oftentimes also make a gin. I see. And if you're... Sometimes shopping, you might pick the wrong one because the bottles look very similar. Ah. Which is why I went back out and got the vermouth. Am I still a decent distance? Because I shifted a little. You're fine. Okay, good. I wasn't listening, so I don't know, but you seem fine. Okay. You seem good. <laughs> you're, in, you're still in California, right? Yes, sir. That's perfect. I haven't distance, shifted that Because I'm here on the West Coast. Nope. Tectonic shifted. plate shift. <laughs> <laughs> is that that's the extent of my knowledge of what that word means but <laughs> what you did, so. i'm pretty sure that's all it means right well I, I think there's a lot to it but yeah okay tps <clears throat> that could be your teton- tetonic 
Tetonic. Tetonic. T E T O N I C K X R T four. Okay, tectonic. Yep. <laughs> Technotronic. <laughs> Technotronic plates from the Franklin Mint. Is Technotronics a band, I think? Yeah. And if they're not, they are now. Um, there's also a band called High Tech Three, which is what I was thinking. Ah. They sing Spin the Wheel Spin That Wheel, Turtles Get Real on the Ninja Turtle soundtrack. <laughs> I don't know if they say Turtles Get Real in the song. But it's in parentheses. If you look at the cassette for side one, it says, spin that wheel, open parenthetical, turtles get real, close parenthetical. Tech, high, tech, high, tech three. Three. high tech three. Thank you. Boy, I, I fucked that up. I Five. thought Swingers what is what kind of pushed us to get the, the hockey game for our 64. I think it pushed you to because I once said yeah. Chasing Amy and you corrected me and said it was Swingers. Oh. And you got it, so it, I in my head it was always chasing Amy, but it, it, maybe it, it was. So it, maybe no, because you corrected me once before when this came up. Oh well, it's just because you said you got it because of Swingers, and I said I don't like that movie, and you said <laughs> Singles. I said no, I like that, and you said no, I'm counting all my money. I'm like oh, what do you have? And you said Singles. It's like yeah, I have it on DVD. You said no. I said what? You said I'm still counting all my money. And I sat for a while, and you went, "Baby Grand," and I didn't know what you meant. And then I heard you started you started to play "My Life" on the piano. So I was like, oh, "Okay, this was like two years ago in the earlier days of this podcast." Wow, we should find that outtake. Outtake? I think it's in the episode. It's, look it's for in the, the episode. look for the Bob eats a piano episode <laughs> of 2017, where we talk about Vince Vaughn, and then you eat a piano while humming "My Life." Well, enough about Legos and Playmobiles. Do you have any Wait, one more blocks? thing about one more thing yeah. about Playmobil? Oh yeah. Um, I once comically, I think I even posted on Facebook. I once saw a Playmobil uh, city set, and it was the bank, and I, they had you know the teller, they had uh, just <clears throat> regular bank type things, but they included, <clears throat> excuse me, a bank robber, which mm-hmm. I thought was kind of edgy for Playmobil to include crime in their set. Which is not something you needed to hear. Wait, was that your joke? Well, this is kind of edgy for Playmobil, huh? Crime in their set. Yeah. I thought you said you, is that, oh, that was your joke. That was it. That's a good joke. It's not a joke. It was just an observation. I thought you said you said said something funny about it. When that is funny. I saw something funny. I thought that was a funny thing to see. Well, they probably did that so they, so kids would have some, you know, like plot. Otherwise, it's just who wants to play banking? I mean, I'll get turned down for the loan. Oh. I guess. Yeah. That wasn't funny I, um, at all. Well, one more story then. Uh, my sister had this My Little Pony, um, like, barn for the ponies. And it had, um, it had those things that horses jump over, hurdles. Right. But her My Little Ponies, one of them had wings. And so I would take the one with the wings and I would point at the hurdles. And I would go, who, who, who are those for? <laughs> that is funny. I thought it was. They were for the other ponies. And they can also be for that pony. It didn't have to use its wings. No, you can keep that in reserve. I had a Tonka dump truck that was metal and yellow. And I was yeah. driving it around. And then my sister came along and said, well, you, I handed it to her and she walked away with it. And I said, she took my dump. 
truck. I was four. <laughs> I just had a huge moment this week of really listening to a lot of Huey Lewis. Well, did, um, was it? Did it make you feel good or bad? Some of it did. Some yeah. of it I really enjoyed. I was surprised how I like how less I like Back in Time now. But I used to, I used to love that oh, more yeah? than Power of Love as a child. I like it, but I'm like, ah, that's a lot of horns. Oh, uh, see, and it's like I like I it feel, because of the horns. Oh, really? Yeah. Because I listen to it because I'm like, it sounds like he didn't see the movie. <laughs> just and he's some, in the movie, so it's like you pointers. with this podcast. <laughs> well, just because I feel like the lyrics aren't. You know, like there are some songs, you know, that like the Ninja Turtles have a rap that tells you the whole movie, uh-huh. but gets wrong who's the leader. And like there's uh, Cleaning Up the Town from Ghostbusters tells you the plot. And most times that they let Will Smith rap now, it's he's telling you the plot of the movie. I feel like back in time, while it, it, it references Marty, you know, tell him to get back. The, the, the other references that which as a child where I thought like, oh, he's in the moment. It's like, I don't. Yeah, I don't. I think he may have seen like Star Trek. Four, which came out the next year, so that doesn't make any sense. He calls him Doctor versus yeah. Doc. Nobody calls him Doctor Brown. What are you doing, song? In that song, yeah. And also, I mean, but the lightning thing, I guess that makes me think like, oh, he knows the plot, but also, well, at that point, people <laughs> didn't know. But I'm like, he knows enough of it. I'm surprised there's not a lyric like, and I hope that your band plays because that's the scene he was in, but that's not. <laughs> He is singing it as Marty, except for the part where he says, get back, Marty, right? I think he's uh, singing it as a third-person observer. Like, like he's he's kind of along for the ride with the two of them. So he's Jennifer. Sure. Yeah, he's or Jennifer. He's Imagine his, if he was Einstein, he must was be, Rack and Rhyme. Actually, I think you should listen to it again. He might be singing from, from Einstein's perspective. Maybe. Yeah. But also, I you know I remember this bothered me as a child, even though it's only there for the rhyme scheme. The only year he mentions is not a year they go to. <laughs> There's three different choices, and it's not even one of the decades they go to. Is this the future? Is that what he says? Uh-huh. Or, 1999? or 1999? Which at that point, that is the future. <laughs> that is the future. Wow, I didn't even think. Like I was listening to it now, so I'm like, ah, oh, future past. At the time that he sang no, no, no. it, he, he, asked, is, he, he sings, is this the 60s or 1999? Wait, I'm pre- what? I'm pretty, su- I'm pretty sure he says, is this the 60s, maybe even the 50s or 1999? I, I think Are you just, serious? I think so. I think he just blew my mind more than... I was going to make a fellatio <laughs> joke. But no, I just... Oh, really? Uh, yes, because the... I, I would have wow. also had, had been aware of that really... Uh, uh, incorrect gaping inconsistency <laughs> in how a lyric works. Right. So I, that never stood out for me. So I really do think that's because he says fifties or sixties. Wow. Uh, in that line. Now I can't wait to go back to that song. I mean, you'll have to go back to it. Absolutely. <laughs> in time, I will. Uh huh. Have you ever read the Diary of Anne Frank? No. In fact, I haven't. Oh, that is that. Look, I don't. I I don't know. I that is deep. <laughs> it's heavy i mean that's it's a, it's a big book um it's a journal so huh. no she didn't finish it so it's not it's, that heavy well no but i mean like like you like you just you read it you're like oh wow this is wow i see so you're not talking physical girth no i don't know the girth of it i just know like the emotional got it 
wait, it's just, you just, you read that book and every page is like this. You're like, there's another page. It is. Do you do you know what it's about? Like, have you you haven't read it, but have you heard it's, about it? Isn't it like a kid in middle school having a really hard time in life? Sort of. Like a lot of. It's cartoons. sort of like that, like that very good, no bad, whatever day. Yeah. Um. The, I, again, a little different. A little different. Hey, let's and, make sure none of this goes public. Oh, really? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Are people not into that? I'm pretty yeah. sure it's not going to fly for our two listeners. Okay. You and me. <laughs> We're going to be like, oh, that's so offensive. It's how, not, though. Because I'm in that. no way – and this is the thing, and I don't know where I stand on this. Because you're right. I think I would be cautious, too. I'm just like – it is in no way a joke saying Nazis all right or Holocaust sure. okay. It's a joke about the fact that here is something that is a weighty book and the person who thinks that they can somehow be – like telling you this, like if someone's like, <laughs> it's like someone telling you, you know, like murder is bad. No, it's bad. Right. Here's what it's like. It's just, that's the, and the fact that it's, yeah, it's a fucking diary of Anne Frank. That's a funny name. <laughs> okay. I guess we won't use it. All right. <clears throat> um, anything else we want to say before we go? No, no. Cause every now and then I get that, but I'm just like, I there, and I'm not being the whole, well, you can't say anything, but I'm just like, and you're right, but it's like it's not poor taste per se. Yes, I would know my audience, which again is two people. <laughs> but it's also kind of like I wouldn't be in a synagogue saying that joke. Sure, I wouldn't be with someone who's tell at the time. If someone told me, "Hey, my grandparents died in Auschwitz," <laughs> I wouldn't make that joke. Right, but that's also not what the joke's about. But because I'm like, well, they yeah, that's the bad time for that. But it, I know I thought it was funny, not the book. It- I think you and I were both entertained. The book's really droll. By our little mini conversation. Okay, but not- The book's droll. Not for the blooper two episode. <laughs> maybe. <laughs> maybe. Because it's a blooper. We will admit that that might have been a blooper. <laughs> yeah. That's true. <laughs> Hitler's blooper. <laughs> burp, 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 burp. I don't know if you know the TV bloopers, a practical uh, joke thing. Oh, I know but it. But it'd be funny to play that like you watch a Hitler Nuremberg <laughs> rally, the whole speech, he's shouting, whatever. And then you just end it with burp, 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 and that little, uh, what's his name? What are the artist's name? Animated guy pushing the broom comes Pushing out, the broom. Burp, 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 <laughs> and the elephant. Oh, my God. And then they pull a practical joke on. Whatever joke would be funny there. I, don't, I hated the practical joke parts. I did not like that. Dick uh, Van Dyke, perhaps. <laughs> I didn't mind the practical jokes. I don't like Especially jokes. if I knew the celebrity. Well, I, yeah. But I remember there was one where uh, Dick Van Dyke, they invited him to town because they were going to name the street after him. And then these people were protesting. So all of a sudden they named the street something else. It's going <laughs> back and forth. And I remember Dick Van Dyke made the realization the same moment my mom made the realization. He, he was like, how'd they change that sign so fast? <laughs> and my mom remember her saying like, that's not funny because he was probably very excited to have a street oh. named after him. And I'm like, I bet you are right. That's actually really sad for Dick Van Dyke. Probably. I mean, yeah. not as sad as still being Dick Van Dyke. I saw a headline where he paid what? to be in the new mirror. I don't know. I'm just like. He's great, but I'm just like eh. he, he is pretty great. I think I would love to be still Dick Van Dyke. Think of all the things Dick Van Dyke has done, and he's still around being Dick Van Dyke. So that's the thing. Think of all the people who aren't 
that all the people he's seen died. And think about his relevance and his inability to do, like, I'm pretty sure they CGI his head on a dancer for the new Mary Poppins movie. That think is, about that. that. I don't think that's true since I just think saw about the diary a, of a, Dick Van Dyke, a news story where he actually did the dance. And uh, is that true? Everyone was surprised. Yeah, that was is that true. It, Cause it's very easy to say that sentence. I mean, they just did. an. Uh, I believe did they CGI him into an interview. with. I the believe it when Lynn Manuel Noriega or whatever his name is, Miranda. I'm pretty sure that's, yeah. Okay. <laughs> it's, it's not Noriega. <laughs> when he says, you know, we were we were nervous for you when you jumped up there, but oh my God, you pulled it off. So I don't know why he would say that if it was a, a CGI Dick Van Dyke. And then was there also an anecdote told by an animated alligator about it? Because that it might be part of our promotional <laughs> material. He's like, well, yeah, be. I was staring at his shoes the whole time. So I thought I recognized him. I said, didn't we go to college together? Dick Van Dyke said, no. I said, I'm talking to your shoes. No, I don't know. <laughs> How did we get there? What? Oh my gosh! Well, I don't want to bring the room down, but Diary of oh, Anne Frank right. brought us there. Oh, right. All right, we've reached our thirty-minute warm-up point. Yes, just about. just about. We have a minute and two seconds to talk about the astronaut who was on the Challenger, who was also a teacher. What was her name? Her name? Oh Jesus! I don't remember uh, Isn't that what Chris, it was. Krista McCullough. McCullough. Was that what it was? McCullough. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. You heard that Big Bird was supposed to be on that, right? Uh, or the actor I, who played I Big Bird. I heard that that was an option. Yes. They were going to send him in the in the as in the Big Bird as, suit. As Big Bird. To, can you imagine that? Oh, Bird. I know it's tragic anyways, but imagine that. Yeah. One yeah. because of how they'd have to explain it on the show, but two because well, the two images. Well, when I heard that no, story. The, that, explaining it on the show is pretty easy. He flew away. No, they would have talked about him dying. They would have been a way to discuss the Challenger. Yeah, that's true. But I more think of the feathers coming down from the explosion or Jeez. a fully cooked turkey splashing down into the ocean. Those are the two things I immediately thought of wow. that story. This this is for the blooper reel. <laughs> Good great. And why is that okay? It's death either way. It's not okay. Okay. That's the point I'm trying to make. Gotcha. All right. Well, let's do this then. <laughs> Sorry. Okay. <laughs> so uh, that's what an outtake episode sounds like, um, either in small increments or if you listen to the whole thing, what a whole outtake episode sound sounds like. Uh, thanks for listening. So again, this is just more of a bonus episode. Next week, we'll be back. Next week, uh, we're almost to a pretty big milestone for the show. Uh, next week's episode is numbered as the 99th episode. And as such, Bob and I will uh, be doing what has traditionally been sort of our quarter episode of uh, what we did on the 25th, 50th, and 75th. Uh, we're going to be doing a bunch of uh, Pop Fives. Pop Fives is a little game he and I play where we ask each other to list off some various pop culture items, you know, in a time frame of just 30 seconds without any prior thought. It's, and it's a way of, of, of generating some pop culture discussions from the 80s and 90s. So we'll be doing that in anticipation of our milestone episode next week. And then uh, two weeks after that, the big 100th episode, we've got a topic that matters to this show that we'll be talking about on that episode, Bob and I. So uh, yeah, it's a big deal to me. 
I don't know if it's a big deal to anyone else, but it's big to me. Uh, the show's been around for over two years. Bob and I have been doing it for two years. A lot has happened. A lot's gone on. And so to kind of, I don't know, honor that with some arbitrary measurements of numbers, uh, next few shows are going to be taking kind of a, a look into why this show matters to me. Hopefully matters to Bob. Maybe it does. And uh, what, what, you know, what he and I how he and I have kind of grown and changed uh, through since the 80s and 90s. I'm rambling here. Look, 20th Century Pop, we'll be back next week. You can always check it out at 20popcast.com. You can subscribe to the show there. You can read blog posts written by myself. You can follow us on uh, Twitter and on Instagram at 20popcast. So many different things. You can find them all on the website, 20popcast.com. None of this will be making it to the next outtakes because this has all been 100% pure dialogue. Dialogue, monologue, audio. This is audio. All right, I'm going. Actually, going right now. Uh, but see you next week. Well, I won't. But maybe you'll hear me next week. I guess if you, if I, if you live in my vicinity, I might see you. But chances are, I won't. So uh, you know, check us out next week. 